podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket on a compelling second day here at the Keir Oval where England have earned the ascendancy after some fantastic bowling, uh, some determined resistance by Virat Kohli, a debutant for uh, an Indian batsman that was pretty daunting and intimidating in many ways. But England, with the help, obviously, of Joss Butler and, and Stuart Broad in the morning, plus the bowlers in the afternoon and evening, have really got on top of India, haven't they? Well, you'd expect them to go on and win the game from here. India were in a decent position yesterday. They let it slip in the morning session. Again... This approach from captains, where they only try to get one batsman out, they don't try to get both batsmen out, the field gets pushed back, it relieves the pressure, and it allows someone like Butler to play with freedom. Got some good support from Stuart Broad, who played excellently, actually. Mm. About as good as I've seen Stuart Broad bat for a long time. And suddenly, from 181 for seven yesterday, England up to 332, and you're, you're well in the game on a pitch like this, where they're, you know it's OK for batting. But there's enough in it for the bowlers, you know, every now and again. You're never quite in as a batsman, which is why I don't understand teams just pushing the field mm. back. Try to get Butler out. Yeah. OK, he's going to punish you from time to time. But he also might play an extravagant shot. If the field is up, he might be tempted to play an extravagant shot. OK, he might hit a couple to the boundary, but surely you're going to limit the damage more if you're trying to get him out and, and just bring that field in. Anyway, you know, captains go that sort of defensive, conservative route. They try to control it, and not for the first time in this series. In fact, I mean, it feels like about the third or fourth time in the series it has not worked. Yeah, I, I immediately thought that when Butler was playing his measured way and they I, I couldn't understand it when Shami came on to bowl Mohammed Shami who's you know got pace movement life out of the pitch and he was getting the ball to I I described it briefly as a bit like Ian Bishop which probably was a bit of an exaggeration but Ian Bishop when he was in his pomp in the sort of late 80s early 90s mm. of West Indian tall 6 foot 4 pace and swing and he got the ball to lift off the surface and sort of soar into the wicketkeeper's gloves at chest height about 25 yards back he got pace movement bounce he just looked you know a terrifying prospect and Shami was getting that kind of shape today they had a man back at deep extra cover and two slips to Butler okay Butler was on 30 odd but and Butler was just block into the offside easy single there was no pressure applied to him, whereas the, the lesson that they learnt, I think it was at Trent Bridge, one of the innings, Shammy was bowling to him then and dangled a few outside off and Butler left them alone. Then they changed the field, brought it up, he went for the drive and was caught, yeah. caught in the slips. So you've got to try and manipulate the batsman more rather than just letting them get off strike and bowl at the other guy. As you say, broad played excellently but I think overall England what I've seen a different mindset in this in this test match they've really grounded out every single one of them has tried to stick in I know Bearstone root didn't last long but apart from them everybody's tried to get stuck into their innings you know notably obviously Moen Ali Butler uh, Broad Rashid you know they've all just sold their wicket as dearly as they can and they've got a decent reward on not an easy pitch. So are you saying that you think in the future 
England are going to approach things in a different way. What I'm saying is, do you think it's a sort of sea change? You know, yeah. England have played aggressively. They've, they've, they've gone out and played lots of shots. Do, do you sense that this is going to be a new England? You know, perhaps, you know, Sri Lanka, West Indies, you know, even next summer? Or is, no, is it a temporary thing? I don't think it's a temporary thing. I mean, I, I think I think Butler probably is, is, is the key to it. And the, what I saw from him today and what I've seen from him in this series... Now, you know he's passed... A thousand runs in international cricket this summer now. A thousand and twenty runs in all one dayers and T twenties and, and tests. A thousand and twenty runs, average fifty six. Mm. What I've seen, I think, in the last couple of tests, is a conversion from white ball cricketer to red ball cricketer. Someone who not only realizes he's got the the talent, but the the ability and the mindset to bat a long time and allow the, the play to sort of unfold and not try and just assert himself and play extravagant shots, but really play a proper innings. He could go well up the order for England because he's got all the game. He's got obviously the shots we've seen, but he's got the defence. He's got the judgment. He's got the footwork, the movement, the the straight bat, the concentration. Um, absolutely fantastic. Don't tell me England are going to become boring. <laughs> but he's he smacked a couple into the no, stands I, I at, the end of the, at the end of the inning, so I know he's did, still got that. No, no. But I, the, I, the England, we've still come to know and love this England yeah. side because it, you know, you, you, it yes. is so unpredictable. It's a wild shots, balls yeah. going to the boundary, yeah. four sixes. I mean, it, it, it is exciting and it gives us, you know, obviously, gives us plenty to talk about, but. You know, we, from the history of watching Test cricket, not necessarily the way to to approach the Test match game. I mean, it's been it's all quite a hard nosed mm. performance mm. from England here yeah. in this game. It has, and and particularly the way they bowl. You know, I like the way when England bowled uh, that they. Anderson was off after two overs mm. because he didn't look that good and he obviously wasn't swinging much. You know, one, one interesting thing, that, uh, an influence that's really been uh, apparent in this test is the, the effect of the roller because the, the Indians had a light roller on this morning and, uh, the, sorry, the English had a light roller on the pitch this morning and because I think they thought they were going to be bowling soon... Mm. And the pitch did quite a lot, and they were sort of a bit lucky to, to survive, but they played well, obviously, and got their 300. But then the Indians put the heavy roller on it, and for about 10 overs, it didn't do very much at all. Broad got an early wicket, but the other batsmen were kind of looking OK, looking comfortable, and then gradually the heavy roller effect wore off, and the ball started to, to spring off the pitch a bit more. That's when Anderson came back on, mm. and you know, after 20-odd overs. And that, that contest between... Anderson and Coley in particular was was fantastic mm. to watch. You know there was a there was a period um, when he bowled two balls to Coley swinging away, and I think he played and missed at one and got a thickish edge to the other, and then he bowled another one which looked as if it was an outswinger, but it was one of those balls that Anderson just tilts the seam fractionally differently. Meant to look like an outswinger, doesn't swing. It went straight. Coley played for the outswinger, hit on the pad, mm. and I thought, right, that's out. That's got to be out. Mm. Almost a half volley, hit in front of off stump. But umpire Darmasina gave in, in favour of the bo- uh, gave in favour of the batsman, half an inch either way, hit outside the line, given not out. Anderson absolutely furious. And at that moment. Some smoke sort of came across <laughs> the ground from uh, somewhere beyond the the, the the area, and it was. I felt the smoke was coming out yeah. of Anderson's ears or, or off his head because he was so furious. He'd worked so hard to get that wicket of Coley, and he was denied it by half an inch 
bit of umpire's judgment. Well, I think he was denied it by a poor umpiring decision. Actually, you? well, I think you've Do got you? to, as an umpire, you've got to give those out. Well, that's Be- what Anderson said. Yeah, because he, he, basically he's done everything right as the yeah. as the bowler. He's pinned him. It's, it's hitting the stumps. It's not yeah. like one of those that's will nip back. You think, well, is that is that clipping the top of leg stump or, or something like that? That was clearly hitting the stumps flush on, and it, you know it was umpire's call for impact. So that's fine. It, you know, if it's if it's given out, it's absolutely fine. The umpire's got the got right. the right decision. I think if you pin a bloke like that, yeah. it, it, your umpire's duty bound mm. to give the batsman out. I'm not saying it because it was you know because England would, would have taken the wicket other way round. Had been root or whatever. I think you know when the bowler succeeds, triumphs like that. I mean, it, it's such a sort of technicality, or you know, he, he, was he fractionally outside the line? I think it's then for the batsman to review it and, and get away with it if, if it's outside the line. So I thought that was a really poor decision. There was actually some quite iffy umpiring in that. In that yes. last session, I yeah. mean, Vihari was given you know. not out and he was out, and England didn't review it because they, well, they were a bit nervous about reviewing with Broggs and perhaps don't quite trust his judgment. And then he gave Vihari out and he, he was not out, and that yeah. was overturned. Mm. And then uh, I think even then, Joe Wilson, he lost count at one point, and he, <laughs> the over was going to continue, and it actually had come to an end. And there was, you know, he gave buys against Besto, couldn't believe it, and then he changed the decision to, to leg buys. So you know, the umpire just all sort of went over the, the cliff in the, in the last session. But the, uh, the upshot is England are in another, you know, very good position. It'll, it'll feel quite strange, actually, if this series finishes 4-1. Four, 4-1 four one. Four one to yes. England, because, I mean, India have been in it, they've been, they've been fighting hard. and they, But know, they haven't won the key sessions. They haven't won the key moments. That, that's that's the, the, the big thing, isn't yeah. it? They've had great positions mm-hmm. in this series throughout, but they have not been able to make it count. And probably, the, you know, the, the deciding factor has been England's Power in their batting in the lower order, which is able, yeah. been able to dig them out of well, trouble. Butler is their leading run scorer. Yeah, he's got four, uh, well, uh, 300, 349 runs in the series, which is not bad when you think consider he's what you are number seven. He hasn't always batted at seven. You know, it's, it's very very useful. Current, you know, over two hundred and fifty runs in the series as well. So it's been that that power late on that's that's really helped England. Uh, perhaps India can show. Some fight on the on the third day, you know. Jadeja's an experienced cricketer, and and Vihari, who's he's quite lucky to be there. He <laughs> is, but ten, ten of them oh. off the top edge early on. I mean, how was that? How was that? As an induction into Test yeah, cricket, an initiation, yeah. he comes into bat. Broad and Anderson are bowling and absolutely got a beautiful rhythm going. Mm. The floodlights are on. Yeah. It's overcast. Of all swinging around, and he's making his Test debut. I mean, it doesn't and, get and much you haven't tougher. Had a warm-up game or anything like no, that. No, I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't get much tougher no. than that, does it? He's got Coley at the other end and staring down at him, bearing down at him, probably hoping he can come up with something. It, it you know it reminded me of it wasn't as intimidating in a way as. Say Lillian Thompson at the Gabba, but almost as daunting. Yeah. Broad and Anderson in their own conditions under floodlights, making your Test debut. But somehow he's he's managed to hang on, and that'll do him a power of good yeah. actually. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he did re- he did really well ultimately. I mean, to start with, he looked a bit like a walking wicket, as if he, he could get out at any moment, and he tried his best. Well, the, the two LBWs we talked about, the, the top edge, one yeah. that went for six, one that fell just short of Rashid coming in from from fine leg, but he he, he gutsed it out. So what are we going to see? Stokes, Stokes did well towards the end, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, 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 he followed up Anderson's spell extremely well. We got Coley for the second time Coley in the series. Out and uh, you know the wicket that Anderson probably earned, Stokes actually got or took. But I, I, you know you, you live and breathe every Coley innings, don't you? There's so much going on there when he's when he's at the wicket. The the expressions. I mean, if he's had a camera on him all the time, it would it makes a sort of it's like a Bollywood movie almost, isn't it? It's, it's fantastic. And he again 
did just enough to, to sort of get India vaguely out of trouble and then got out. Yeah. He's also, I suppose it's a, it's because you're, you're playing in England where there's there's something there for the bowlers. He's he's got into that sort of root um, mode as well, where he's been getting scores and not really going on. I know he's got yeah, I know he's got a couple of hundreds, but he's also got you know forties and fifties in the series. And, and I suppose it's the conditions, isn't it? There's there's always a ball mm. just round the corner with your name on it. It's not like batting That's in India right. where you get in mm. and you think you know you're booking it away. You're, well, also and you're booking in, aren't you? Yeah. The pitch is so good. You, yeah. you know you get over the first. 2025 20, runs. You think, well, you're, you're on for 100. You're on for a really big score. Not not been the case. What about England's series. catching? Yeah, well, that, well, that's the other thing I was going to mention. Suddenly, the catching has come good. Alistair Cook, he's, yeah. he's now, now he, he can't drop him. Well, he's broken a new record as well. No, no one has taken as many as 13 catches in a, in a series. And you know for why? England. You know why that is? He's relaxing. No, because he's got a new baby on the way, <laughs> right? And he can't afford to drop that. <laughs> so he's getting his hands ready for. For the for the dropping of the new child. Well, that, that's a novel way of looking at it. But anyway, England, England suddenly catching well. Uh, they've, they've sorted out their slip call. And Joe Root took a good low catch at, at second slip as well. Yeah. Uh, the only problem is, of course, now they're going to have to change it again because this is Cook's last test. So they're going to have to find a new first slip to you know in the Sri Lanka series. So I've having got no f- idea who that is. Having found a solution, well, we'll see. Having found a solution, they're going to have to find a, another solution. But they, they, you know they have caught well. Uh, today, uh, good catch from uh, Root, two from Cook. So 158 runs behind India. They've got four wickets left. Vihari and Jadeja together, and then the three bowls. I mean, it feels as if England are going. I mean, unless turning the screw somehow. Yeah, unless, unless something remarkable happens, it feels as if England say are going to get a lead of a minimum 70 or 80, even if India come out and do reasonably well uh, tomorrow. And it might have to get back well to get uh, you know. To reduce the lead to seventy or eighty, and then you know when you have a lead, batting third time round, the pressure is off. Third inning pressure not so great. It's going it, to turn this pitch, and, and it's yeah, and there's something there for Moen as well. We haven't seen uh, Rashid bowling, England's sixth bowler. I mean, he, what does he do to get, get the captain's eye? Uh, I mean, he may come into it in the second innings, but it, it feels as if everything is in, in England's favour after two days. It does. Yes, I haven't got any more to add to that. I agree, and so. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see how the third day pans out. Perhaps India can actually start to force their way back into the game, win some of the It would be nice to see, moments. wouldn't it? It would be nice to see, but somehow I can't see who's going to do it. But we predicted yesterday that England would only get about 250. They got 330. And uh, I said India might get a lead. Well, how wrong that will prove. Well, they get a, Probably. If they, if they get a lead, they'll have had a fantastic morning and early and afternoon. England will and, be absolutely woeful. Yeah. Right, so... Two days gone, it feels like 4-1, but let's wait and see. Goodbye for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.